Callie, I think you made a big mistake and you didn't even realize it. Uh oh. Any idea what mistake you made? Um, well, I'm sure there's a lot, but no, I don't know to which one you are referring to. I have no idea. All right. Well, I'm going to share your mistake with the world and use it as a reminder to everyone that tomorrow is St. Patrick's Day. Tomorrow is also the day that people go into their closets and realize how little green they actually own. Oh, what, col- uh, what color did you wear to work today? Green. Do you have anything else green ready to wear tomorrow? No. That's, no, I don't. That's your mistake. And the bummer thing about the outfit that I'm wearing today is that it's like so loud and I got a lot of compliments on it. And so I can't rewear it because it will be noticed that I'm rewearing it. And because not it's that loud. anyone cares, but you know. And because it's loud, you can't move. You know, I. Oh, I meant loud like it's a vibrant color. Oh, it's also, if you move, it also. Yeah, if, you want to see if the mic can catch it? It will. Yeah. Is it just like a, is that just the type of cotton it is? Yeah. I think I've told this story before, but when I worked in Philadelphia, the co-host on the morning show that I was producing would wear those um, track suits. Oh, yeah. That were popular like in the late 90s, but they were made of a fabric, you know, matching Bottoms I tops. totally know. I had them as a kid. Right. And the, but the fabric was so loud. Mm-hmm. And I used to say to her, I'm like, you can't wear that on the air. Like it's just dist- too loud, it's loud and yeah. distracting. And she went to the general manager and complained that I was telling her what to wear. And he called me in and he's like, we have to have a talk about this. I'm like, that's fine. I'm figuring he would be on my side considering we work in audio. And he's like, your job doesn't include telling people what they can wear. I'm like, I don't care what she wears. Were you like, but my job is to make sure that we put good audio on the air and I can't do that. Like it would be like the same as having a hiss in the audio or something. That was, I, in that meeting, I decided to quit that job. I started looking for another job. As you should. I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, I don't care. She could come in as far as I cared. She could come in wearing a bikini or a fur coat as long as it was quiet. Yeah. But if, if, if the bikini was made of tinfoil or the fur coat was lined with like aluminum cam, can tabs, then no, unacceptable. Uh, anyways, this is your reminder, everyone, to get something green. Go find the only green thing you yeah. own. And if not, target run because you, you got to get it. And I, I realize on St. Patrick's Day, I own no green. On Valentine's Day, I own no red. Like on Easter, I own no You're pink. literally wearing green <laughs> right now. Oh my God, I am. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Wednesday, March 16th. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for the dishwasher. It's an appliance that doesn't get the love it deserves. Well, ours definitely doesn't get the love it deserves because ours is slightly disappointing. I don't know what it is. I feel like... 
It's weird because it's 2022 and we still have things like washers and dryers and dishwashers that don't do the best job ever. But yet until like six months ago, my parents had had the same dishwasher for 20 years and like they've had the same washing machine like since I can remember. Yeah. And the older ones are just better. Like I don't know what it is. We've talked about this on the show before. Our dishwasher is Virtually brand new, I think. I mean, this house, the house that we're living in now has only been in existence for, what, three years? Like, it was built three years ago. It does not do squat. I'm telling you, it's the vintage machines. They knew what they were doing. Yep. And, like, um, think of the refrigerator that my dad has in his house. Well, your parents have in their house also. Mm -hmm. Like, that refrigerator, I mean, it's as long as I can remember. That refrigerator is... As old as me, I think. Works fine. If you bought a new refrigerator today, five years from now, you'd probably be like, what? You'd have to replace it. Yep. Yeah. My well, name is Kat. There was my grateful thing turning into a couple of old people talking over the <laughs> over the early bird special at the Denny's. Sorry. Uh, my name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for me. I'm going to pull a Snoop Dogg. I prepped my lunch for the week, and I'm so glad that I did because- It's always something that I say, I'll just make it tomorrow. And then I don't prep it ahead of time. When I prep it ahead of time, my life is so much easier. And it is one less thing I have to think about every day. So pat on the back to me because I have lunches for the whole week this week. I am doing a great job exposing Ellie to awkward early. She had a first, Ellie and I together had our first big awkward incident yesterday. Other than... The time when she was with me and she sneezed on the stuffed animal. Well, I was ref- the yeah, but she also sneezed in a kid's face. Oh yeah, okay, right. That was so that was too. the awkward one. This is this is we're at Target, okay, and minding our own business. And Ellie, cute as a button, and a woman says something to me like uh, we were in the aisle. She was in the cart, obviously, and like I had her, you know, like. The woman said something to her and I was like, oh, you know, wave or, and somehow I said her name. I don't remember what it was. And then the woman's like, oh, she's so beautiful. Look at her eyes. Tons of compliments. I ate them up. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, she is beautiful and adorable and smart and personable and outgoing. She's fantastic. We have a little talk. Then we go our separate ways. This woman ends up in line behind me at checkout. As we're checking out, the woman uh, who is the cashier or whatever says something to the effect of, he is so cute. Look at him. I rarely correct that. And I've always questioned whether or not I should because it doesn't matter to like, it doesn't, you know what I mean? Who cares? It doesn't matter to to me or to to Ellie. Like the cute part is the important part of that sentence. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also don't want people to feel. I don't know. I've always struggled. Like, do you, am I supposed to say like, "Oh, it's a her," so the person can is not wrong or whatever? It doesn't matter. I didn't say anything. I just said thank you, and continue checking out. The woman behind me says in a nasty tone, "That is a girl. She is cute." And I'm like, what is happening? Because now, like, nasty enough that the cashier, like, felt put off 
and looked at me and was like, I'm so sorry. Now, what do I say? Do I go, oh, it's no big deal and make the woman who came to Ellie's random gender defense feel like foolish for saying anything? Or do I say, oh, yeah, yeah, it, she is a girl. I, like, what was I supposed to do in that moment? I feel like you missed an opportunity to say the joke that you said to me, which is, it's the cute part that matters to me. Well, I didn't think of it because I never think of the smart stuff in the moment. Mm -hmm. I think of the smart stuff 24 hours later. Mm, yeah. Would you like to make a prediction on what I did? And how if I, I smoothly handled that situation? If I know you, I would say that you awkwardly laughed and then looked the other way or like unloaded whatever was in your cart. Nope. Far too simple. Okay. Far too simple. Uh, I clammed up because I didn't know what to do and was so rattled that I dropped my credit card right underneath the middle of the cart. So then I had to push the cart forward to get the cart out. But then for whatever reason, you ever try to pick up something flat off the ground and you just can't get the mm -hmm. angle? So I felt like it took me 30 minutes to pick the credit card up off the ground because I just couldn't get my fingernails underneath it or whatever. Uh, and then didn't even, I don't even think I said thank you or have a nice day or anything to anyone. I just fled. Rude. King of the awkward. King of the awkward. Where's that jingle? Didn't we have that? I had it made for one of the radio stations I, I worked at, but I think I stole it and we used it. I think we did use it. Um, not to pile on you right oh. now while you're down. Awesome. But I need to tell you something about you that drives me nuts a little bit. And I love you. And, but you do this to me at least once a day. And I, we have a thing about sweat the small stuff, but don't sweat all the small stuff. And I was like, you know what? No, we don't have a thing about sweat the small stuff. Don't, don't sweat, sweat the, the small stuff. No. Sweat the small sweat stuff. Sweat the small stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Isn't okay. that what I said? We have a thing, sweat the small stuff. Oh, I thought you said we have a thing about sweat the small stuff. Don't sweat the small stuff. I'm like, no, always sweat the small stuff. No, so no, no. I, I'm happy to receive this feedback. Yes. And I was trying to make myself not be annoyed by it, but it annoys me so much that now I have to tell you. Can I guess? Yeah. <laughs> Is it whenever I unload the dishwasher, I always fail to put like the last two things away? No, but that is kind of annoying. Why do you do that? I don't know. Jeff, every time without fail, will put the dishes away, but then leave like, and it's always Tupperware for some reason on top of the counter and not put it where it's supposed to go. And you know where it goes. So yep. I don't know what the deal is with that. No, that is not what, that's kind of like, why are you so weird? And then I move on. Did you have another guess? <laughs> um... No, I think I'm pretty flawless other than that mm. and not being able to go into public without being weird. Mm. Yeah. Every time I leave a room with you in it on a mission, whatever it may be, maybe I'm leaving the house to go to my parents' house. Maybe I'm leaving to go to the grocery store. Maybe I'm going upstairs to take a shower. You say, hey, can I just tell you one thing? And then you start onto the longest thing ever. It's like you've been thinking about what you want to say to me the whole time we've been in the same room and you wait until I'm in a hurry. And then you're like, I don't think you realize you do this, 
but you're like, Hey, can I get something off my mind really quick? I just want to like float this idea by you, but it's never quick. It's always a 10 or 15 minute minimum thing. And I have, I have a theory behind that. Oh my gosh. It is the most aggravating thing because I want to give you the time you deserve. And I want to be like a caring, caring, loving, and supportive partner. But like, maybe you could do that. The other, like, you know, bajillion hours we're in the same room together and not wait until I walk out. I can't. I know why I do that. I didn't realize I did it, but I know why I do it. And it's actually your fault. Why is it my fault? Because you are always focused on other things if we're in the same room. Like you always have your laptop out and you're you're doing some work. Or even when you're just mindlessly watching TV, like if you're chilling and watching Dateline, you also have your phone in your hand because you're going to like scroll Instagram or you're scrolling Instagram so while you're, you're saying, watching. So you're Not saying only I don't that, pay attention to you? No, you don't. And so I have <gasps> to wait until you are focused on something else, like walking or moving. <laughs> Like until, because even when I, and I, I promise you, there's going to be some people who message Callie and go, I do that too. Callie will watch TV and we'll be watching like, I don't know, pick a move, Mean Girls or whatever. We'll watch Mean Girls, but then find another movie that she likes on a different channel and we'll switch with every commercial, we'll switch from like Mean Girls to Pretty Woman, mm-hmm. and then go back to Mean Girls when both of those are available as part of our Netflix or whatever we have right now mm-hmm. subscription. Mm-hmm. Commercial free. Mm-hmm. But you don't like to watch them without the commercials because then you can only watch one at a time. And I would like to point out, you've seen each one of those 64 times in the past six months. You know, I don't understand what that has to do with you because I can't cornering ca- me. Yes, you can. I can't you, capture your attention. You can, but you have to ask. So you can't just be like, you can be anytime you can say to me, Hey, when you get a second, can we talk through something? You don't have to wait until I walk out of the room. And it makes me really sad that you think I don't pay attention to you. I think you pay attention to me. I'm talking about when I need focus, when I have a brilliant idea that I need to share, I can't compete with Julia Roberts and Richard Gere. But you can, and the problem with someone that is a little ADHD is when I've moved on to the next thing and when I'm on my way upstairs, I'm not thinking about, I'm not focusing on you. I'm focusing on, oh my gosh, I really need a shower. Oh my gosh, how long have I been standing here? Oh my gosh, I got a shower. So just FYI, the more efficient way to interact with me, it would be to be like, hey, can you pause whatever you're watching? Or can you, when you get a second, can we talk through something? To which I would say yes, because when you get me when I'm going up the stairs, all I'm thinking is, oh my gosh, I'm going to be late. Oh my gosh, I'm going to be late. And it's just like stress and panic. Do you think the two movie thing is an ADHD thing? Or do you think it's it like a or do you think it's a security blanket thing? Um, it could be an ADHD thing because you, I don't like waiting, so I don't like waiting for commercials and stuff like but that. But why don't you watch it on Netflix? I have no idea. I have no clue. I can't tell you that. I don't know. So bizarre. So weird. And you only you know you only do it with movies that you've seen six hundred and fifty times. I know. I know. I think you do it with sitcoms too. Don't you do it with like friends? Uh-huh. Like won't you watch friends? I, lo- I love to watch two things at once and it drives Jeff crazy. And but I do. How do I do that? I love it. And you also um 
You'll also watch TV shows, but then you'll be watching when you get down those Facebook wormholes of videos, mm -hmm. you'll, you'll have like pretty woman on, you'll still switch to mean girls during the commercials. And you're watching random Dr. Phil videos that never have a payoff. I don't understand how you do it. They do have a payoff. The Dr. Phil videos? Not the ones I'm eavesdropping on. They do. He's like, all right, well, we're going to get to the bottom of, of this as soon as we talk to your parents. And that, or maybe you just get bored with it and then you scroll. <laughs> no, they break their videos down into segments. Oh. So it's like, then I scroll to the next segment. Anyways, I, I'm like, I... You know, I'm not even, I will not say that I'm a Dr. Phil fan, but I find that show so fascinating and like it sucks you in and. I hate him so much that I can't be a fan. I agree with you. I know. Because I'll hear this segment. But it's not, it's not even him. It's his producers are really great. Like right. they put on a really well-produced show and I find it really interesting. Um, yeah, I don't, I'm, that is a guilty, I, I don't like that I watch that show, but, um, you know, I do do that with like Facebook videos. I have my internet blind date today with the guy that I told you about on Monday. How are you feeling? Nervous. I am feeling nervous just like I would be if I was going out on a, on like a date. I'm like, what do I wear? Do I set up a ring light? What do I make notes? So I have thoughts on like what to talk about. Like what's a, it, I can, you know what? I feel like this is a combination. Are you going to record the zoom session? No, maybe I hadn't thought about, it, but I don't think so. Um, I would take notes because if he says something that inspires you, like write it down. Cause you'll always think in the moment, like, Oh, I'll remember I got to remember that. But well, then, hey, I want to say what I, th what I feel like. Cause it was a perfect description. Oh, I'm sorry. I feel like halfway it's half of it is a, um, a first date. Mm-hmm. And the other half of it is like the first time I went to therapy. Like, I don't really know what to expect. Here is what you need to prepare yourself for. But yes, I am going to take notes. Okay, sorry. In the next couple of hours. I think that you need to come up with an opening statement in, in case he's as weird as you are and doesn't come with an opening statement. If he was as weird, he's 1000% not as weird as I am. But I think just because you like to think of everything that could go wrong and then like poke holes in it and then figure out a way to make it better. I think you come up with like a, I think you come up with a starter before your call, just in case. What did you say that I say to you as you're walking out of the room? Maybe that'll be my starter. Hey, can I just tell you one thing? Is that yeah, but don't phrase? do that. Don't do that. Should I tell him the target story? No, you don't tell him the target story. You just tell him, I don't know, but I think you need to think on it. I don't think you tell a story. I think you just be a normal human and- Should I do one of my old comedy bits? No, why are you such a weirdo? Should I just out of nowhere break into like, hey, so have you ever really thought about hairless cats? And just- No. Do that bit? Please don't. Please don't. Um, I'll, so I will have an update tomorrow on how it goes. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. My wife is kicking me out because she's tired of my South American animal puns. Fine, I said. I'll pack up my bags. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
Bomba's mission is so simple. Make the most comfortable clothes ever and match every item sold with an equal item donated. So when you buy Bomba's, you're also giving to somebody in need. Now, Bomba's started with socks. They designed their socks to be the ones that you can't wait to put on. You don't notice what's wrong with socks until you wear a bad pair and you got that seam rubbing against or you got the heel slipping down underneath and it just doesn't work. Bombas takes care of all those problems. They make their socks from super soft materials like merino wool, Pima cotton, even cashmere, and it makes them perfect on your feet. They've also got shirts and underwear, all of it matched one for one. When you make a purchase from Bombas, they give to somebody in need. You know, in homeless shelters, socks are among the most requested items. So purchasing from Bombas can help with that. Go to bombas.com slash upside. Get 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S.com slash upside for 20% off your first purchase. Bombas.com slash upside. Cultivate your child's natural creativity and curiosity with new hands-on projects every month and do your part to encourage your children to be innovators and creative thinkers. KiwiCo is defining the future of play by making it engaging, enriching, and fun. They create super cool hands-on projects designed to create a lifelong love for learning among kids. We got the Panda Crate for Ellie, and as much as I'd like to say that I always have time to fully research and know what's best for her development, the truth is I need help. A lot of the time I need help. The Panda Crate was filled with things that were developmentally important for her, and it taught me why it was important for her. Cultivate your child's natural creativity and curiosity with new hands-on projects every month, and do your part to encourage your children to be innovators and creative thinkers. Step into spring and celebrate the season of discovery with a KiwiCo subscription. Get 30% off your first month, plus free shipping on any crate line with code UPSIDE at KiwiCo.com. That's 30% off your first month at KiwiCo.com, promo code UPSIDE. I've talked a lot over the past week or two about why I've started taking Athletic Greens. You know, I, I get some extra vitamins and minerals in my system. It's super convenient. It tastes good. But I haven't really explained in great detail what Athletic Greens and what AG one is. So let me tell you, it's 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, uh, superfoods, probiotics, all of that and more in one scoop of powder that I mix in with water and I drink at the start of every single day. It helps with gut health. It helps with my nervous system. It helps with my immune system. It gives me energy. I'll tell you one thing that I've noticed. It actually helps me sleep better. Even though I'm taking it at six in the morning, it helps me bet when I go to bed at 10 o'clock at night. And it is so easy and so convenient. Athletic Greens wants to help everyone optimize their health. And they can do that right now with a great deal for you. You're going to get a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash upside. That's athleticgreens.com slash upside. And you'll start taking ownership over your health and pick the ultimate daily nutritional insurance every morning, just like I do with Athletic Greens AG1. Here are my three random things for today. Number one, if you're going to do some spring cleaning, prepare 
to be in a better mood. 75% of people say that stress levels uh, increase when the inside of their home is messy or dirty. I feel like this has come up in three random things a lot over the past couple, Do you feel seen? couple of weeks. And may, I, I was going to say, maybe the reason I keep bringing it up is because nothing makes me, gives me more inner peace than a tidy space. And what? Nothing just cute the way you said that. It does. It's cute. It just, once something is tidy and neat, I feel like, okay, we can move on. If something is cluttered or whatever, then it stresses me out. Uh, number two, if you are uh, going down one of those, oh my gosh, here's everything that can go wrong. Here's here's why next week's going to be terrible. Here's why next month's going to be terrible or whatever. Um, a suggestion from some physicians is to take like a bag of frozen vegetables or an ice pack of some sort and put it on your wrist. Apparently, the nerve endings in your wrist are connected to the part of your brain responsible for negative thoughts. And if you shock those nerve endings with like cold, it actually inhibits the ability of your brain what? to think negative thoughts. Oh so my I, gosh. We're, I feel like we should try that tomorrow. Are you planning on us being really stressed tomorrow for some reason? Well. St. Patrick's Day anxiety? No, but you know. I don't know. I just feel like it would be a fun experiment. Like, how do you, how do you feel after having cold vegetables on your wrists? <laughs> the problem is, do all the, the, does all that negative come back as soon as your wrists are warmed up again? Oh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Good question. Good question. But if this does work, think about the, um, possibilities. <laughs> like, you know, when you go to the, what? I just had a picture of you in bed with with what you call the anxiety blanket, the weighted blanket on yeah. you, and um, frozen frozen, frozen peas and carrots on your wrists. But think about it. If this is correct, right? You know how um, you go to your dentist and they like take super good care of you because you don't like the dentist. You get mm -hmm. super nervous. Mm -hmm. They give you like a weighted blanket, the mm -hmm. soothing music, all that. What if they also add ice packs to the wrist? It's a thought. Anyways, my third random thing, Callie, would you rather be smart but sad or dumb but happy? Dumb but happy. 37% of Americans say they would prefer to be dumb and happy. Um, only 37%? Yeah. Only 35% say they would like to be smart and sad. So my question is, um, where is the other 28%? The other 28% threw out the question because they thought it was dumb. Um, you know what though? Sometimes I do feel <laughs> dumb and happy. There's a certain amount of, what is it? Ignorance is bliss. There is a certain amount of contentment from not knowing what you don't know. I meant that more in a, I, on the scale of like not smart people to super smart people, yeah. I, I think I'm more on the not smart side. You can't weigh yourself though on the scale of, like you're talking about the the like beautiful human kid who who creates a website at age scale. seven. I just and, don't think I'm that smart. No, I think super smart people are on it. I think there's two scales. I think there's normal people scale. I think we're on the normal people scale. And I would say we're on the smarter end of it. But then I think there's, you know, the people who, you know, 
at age 25 for fun. They figured out a way to, you know, take nerves out of somebody's leg and make a robot finger that scratches their ear, mm-hmm. lives behind their ear and comes around, scratches their ear when they're, whatever. you know, just like, yeah, I did that for fun. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you did? Yeah, I was bored because um, I cured two types of cancer at lunch and then I just had some extra time. So I did it. That's a different, that's, those people are different. So you want to um, exclude the outliers? Yeah, top shelf outliers. And then you also have like the dumb, dumb ones, the, you know, the people who are like, hey, watch this. And then, you know, they set off, you know, firecrackers in their butt. Take those out of the equation. We're in the middle. I think we're on the smarter side of the people in the middle. I am. You are too, I think. Those are my three random things. I got a random mass amount of feedback about a segment that we did. Well, what, oh yeah. What was it last week about the tub people? Remember? Oh, yeah. And I was saying that this book from my childhood that like scarred me is something I ordered in one of those like scholastic book order things. And uh-huh. you said you didn't have that, right? I don't think so. We had book fairs, but I don't even remember like order forms coming home and stuff. Like I remember they would have books for sale at school. And, like my mom would send me in with five bucks and you could get like 10 books for that or something yeah. crazy. So they were printed on what's essentially tissue paper. I mean, it is like really, really, really thin paper. Mm-hmm. And I still remember the way that it smelled for some reason. And I put an old version of that on my Instagram. And I cannot tell you the number of people that flooded me to let me know they still do that. So there's going to be a point where LA comes home with a scholastic book order. Why do you think they do such crappy paper? If you're in the book business, wouldn't you want decent paper? True, but they probably don't see enough. I mean, first of all, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And number two, I would assume that most people are just ordering things online. So why would they put more money into like a catalog that no one's going to use? You know, like I'm surprised that they're still in print. But they send it home. They send it home. And yeah, anyway, it also so happens that in- I want to see one of these in person to see if it maybe triggers a menu or or memory memory? or something. Oh my gosh. If you have one, I feel like you need to mail it to Jeff Dollar um, so he can see that. And the other coincidental thing is that there was a news story this week that I thought was really cool. Just to like, so I'm not like crapping on Scholastic because I actually do think it's really cool. But they partnered with ABC and more specifically a TV show called Abbott Elementary. Oh, is this going to be a good story about Scholastic Book Fair? Yeah. Okay. I want to tell a bad story first and then you can cleanse. Oh, okay. I don't think it was, I don't know if it was a Scholastic book or not, but um, one of the voicemails on the show I, which I don't know if you heard it or not. There's a show called Fat Cat or a book called Fat Cat. Okay. That's as horrifying as Tub People. It's about a cat that eats people. Oh my gosh. And all the people live in the cat's belly. And then a lumberjack uses his ax to cut the cat <gasps> open and get the people out. True story. It's I think it was Ooh. yesterday's voicemails or maybe the day before. And use a... Cuts the bell, and then the people are fine, but then there's no mention of the cat. Like, there's no indication on whether or not the cat survived. That's horrible. The hatchet attack. That is, like, I almost want to put a list together of the top five most horrifying children's, children's books. books. Oh, my gosh. Because if you have, if you read Fat Cat to your kid and you own cats, 
That's nightmare fuel. Yeah. In more ways than one. And uh, like, oh my gosh, that. It's apparently based on a, like a folk tale or whatever they're called from somewhere in Europe, Sweden, maybe, or something like that. I find that to be quite alarming. Not so alarming. And I think I said NBC before. It's actually ABC is what Abbott Elementary is on. And they partnered with Scholastic. And what they're doing is they're having a Scholastic book fair um, in Title I schools that are underfunded, which I think is really cool. So each kid is going to get two free books and each teacher gets 10 books and they're going to do like a tour in different cities so kids can get books and teachers can have books in their classroom. And I thought that was cool. And I feel like, you know, it is a good company and they are doing good things, you know, even if some of their books are like a little bit scary. And I just wanted to say that they, they, you know, do, do really great. They things. do some good things in the world. They do a lot of good things. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. Is there a word for this? Because I would like to identify this this thing that, that happens to me daily. Let's say I'm cleaning off the kitchen counter, right? Like using spray stuff. Mm-hmm. Without fail, I will set the spray stuff down to, to like go find a sponge to get a sticky spot or put a glass away or something and completely lose the spray stuff. Like completely. Like where would it be besides on the kitchen counter? But then I find it like on the chair of the dining room table. Cause that's where I was standing when I thought of like, Maybe I heard my phone ding and I'm, you know, waiting for a message or something. So you just set it down. But I completely blank. I do it daily. I did it getting ready for the show. You know, we we use these little whiteboards to kind of write an outline of what our show looks like. And they have magnets on them. I took the magnets off I, at my desk, which is what? Three feet by six feet, if that. Mm-hmm. Magnets. Couldn't find them. One minute later. What's the word for that? Um, it might be ADD, maybe. Um, and you're the wrong person. I'm the wrong person for you to talk to about this because I do this all the time. Within a minute though, I'm not talking about. I know you've seen me walk around our house, be totally clueless and be like, oh my gosh, I can't, where did I set this down? Like I have no idea. Like another example would be about to walk out the door to, to go somewhere. And you're like, ah, you know what? I gotta go to the bathroom. So you walk back in, set your key down. You walk by one table. Right. Set your key down. You go into the bathroom. You come back and and you're like, where's my key? And then you find it. It's like not on the table, but like on the arm of the couch Mm -hmm. that you kind of walked by. Mm -hmm. But no recollection of putting it there. Happens to me all the time. All right, you guys, I love y'all, but I cannot be the only one who does not give a flying fork about the car in front of your house. Like, am I the only one? I cannot be the only one. Every time you guys bring it up, I'm like, oh, who cares? I don't care. I just don't care. But I get it. 
my parents are very much like this. Like, they're very, you know, curious about their nosy neighbors, as you guys would say. And I'm just like, who cares? I don't even know who they are. Why? Like, why do you care? Um, y'all are funny. Okay, bye. It is time to get rid of things that don't serve you this year, like overdraft fees. When your checking account balance is running low, the last thing you need is an overdraft fee. But with Chime, an award-winning app and debit card, you can save that hard-earned cash without paying overdraft fees. Eligible members can overdraft up to $200 on debit card purchases and cash withdrawals with absolutely no overdraft fees. Make your first good decision in 2022 and join over 10 million people using Chime. Sign up takes only two minutes and doesn't affect your credit score. Get started at chime.com slash upside. That's chime.com slash upside. Banking services provided by and debit card issued by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Eligibility right requirements and overdraft limits apply. Overdraft only applies to debit card purchases and cash withdrawals. Limits start at $20 and may be increased up to $200 by Chime. See chime.com slash spot me. Hey guys, calling on your... 60, 40% do people understand or do they just go along and go with the flow? I brought up, you look it up. You don't know it, you look it up. You ask. You look it up. You find out the reason. So if I'm in a place where it's comfortable to ask, it's appropriate to ask, I will ask. Even if I'll be like, okay, sorry, I don't understand this, but can you explain what you mean here? If it's inappropriate, then I will research it the first chance I get once I'm out of there so that I do understand and that doesn't happen to me again. I cannot tell you how many times people regurgitate what their boss has said to them and they have no idea what they're saying, but they ask me for something that makes totally no sense. And I ask them to clarify, well, you said this, but this could apply to three different things because you didn't say it in a complete sentence. And I cannot tell you how many people say, oh, well, that's what my boss said. I don't know what he's talking about. I'll have to go ask him now. Really? Oh, my God. Okay, that's it. Thanks, guys. Hey, Carolyn, Jeff. This is Matt Chattanooga. I've been uh, doing the bag popcorn for for years. A little bit of popcorn, a little bit of oil, about three minutes, and you've got really good popcorn. So I have a funny comment about you saying like not ever like meeting your coworkers or things like that. So my husband works in sales and they have their regional sales conference every year and it was supposed to be in like November or something. It got pushed back to January, then it got pushed back again. And I think they did it in like three waves um, as to not have like everybody there at the same time. Um, but anyways, they're all just catching up, you know, talking and everything. And last time they had one, I was super pregnant, super pregnant with our first one. And I was kind of like, you need to be able to, like, come home, like, immediately. Like, because I was so terrified of, like, going into early labor. Um, but anyways, now he, they're like, oh, yeah, I guess like, you had a baby, right? And he's like, we have two now. And. They were all like, wait, what? Because it's just been so long since they've all done this because they, they didn't do it, I guess, last year or the year before. I'm not even, yeah. Um, so crazy, crazy, crazy uh, that, you know, last time my husband saw 
these coworkers. Uh, we had zero kids and now we have two. I used to believe that if I was sad, it meant that I wasn't fighting hard enough or I wasn't grateful enough. And that's not true. Be sad and be grateful and look at the twinkly lights and feel your feelings. It's all real. The joy and the pain is all real and you don't have to pick one or the other. Life is beautiful or life is garbage. It's kind of both sometimes.